Hi, I'm Maureen Spielman, and this is Mystical Sisterhood. I'm a soul care coach and lifelong learner committed to creating conscious conversations around joy and healing. Each week, I'll host healers, intuitives, and other courageous women doing the necessary work of reclaiming our worthiness, honoring our intuition, and letting the light in so we can more clearly see the light in others and ourselves. My intention is to plant the seeds that lead to insights and revelations for you, the listener. Please join me in building this global magical sisterhood. And thanks for being here. Hello, and welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. I'm Maureen Spielman, and I'm here today talking with Valerie Wood. If you are just beginning to tune in to Mystical Sisterhood, my vision is all about bringing together intuitives, healers, and other courageous women. Joy, healing, and revel in community and open up the infinite possibilities in our lives. To that end, Valerie Wood is a phenomenally gifted intuitive angel channel and medium. I have had the pleasure of knowing Valerie for six years, meeting with her shortly after my mother died. Also checking in with her regularly when I went on my healing journey. I have learned so much from you, Valerie, over the years Mm. about angels, spirit guides, and truly owning my own gifts to tap into this realm that I certainly didn't grow up with. I hope that you will find her, as I do every single time we talk, to be so full of light, full of divine truth, full of healing power, and full of joy. Welcome, Valerie. Oh my God, Maureen, thank you. I think I'm being a little misty eye over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thank you so much for those kind words. It just I you could probably see I am getting a little misty eyed here. So yes. you know what? I always love talking to you because we always have so much fun. Even though we're talking about some, you know, uh, really deep stuff, we still play in there. And I think it's just, you know. I'm just so grateful to be here and and to share that. So yes, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Just to let our listeners know, I mean, my relationship with you kind of opened up when a local friend invited you to come and meet on a Sunday morning to meet with a group of individuals individually to tap into angels, spirit guides. I'm going to let you take the floor on all of that. But it was my first time. And I did have a really open mind to it. And I was familiar with the Akashic Records and different modalities of tapping into just all this parts of the unseen world, I think of it as, Uh and things that I certainly didn't grow up with. So step by step, as I met different healers and intuitives, my world just, it just grew and expanded exponentially. Mm -hmm. So some of our listeners may may have met with a medium or a channeler intuitive before this, but maybe not. Mm -hmm. Um, I find your story too, of how you learned of your gifts, incredibly fascinating. So I invite you to share whatever (laughs) you feel called to share around how the heck did you discover your gifts? Yeah. How the heck, right? So it is kind of funny. So I was in my late twenties and I was probably, you know, we've talked about this before, just like you, right? I was seeking, I was doing different modalities like Reiki, working on my intuition and my connection. And my mom actually found my teacher. And my mom came to me in my late 20s and she had a friend and she was bringing this quote Chandler. And I had never heard of that before, right? And over to her house. And my mom would tell me what channeling is. And I remember thinking, 
is that real? Do they really do that? Oh yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, I had never heard of that. And I'm like, really? You know? And so she's like, well, we're going to find out. And so we went and I remember sitting across from her, her name was El Marilla. And at that point, I was not like an emotional person. You didn't show emotion. You didn't like cry. And I remember sitting in front of her and I just had all these tears like streaming down my face. And I was asking him like, what is happening here? Right? Like you weren't saying anything bad to me. And I don't know why I'm just sitting here crying in front of a stranger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so she was like, nothing. You're just so open to all of the energies. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, at that point, I kind of knew what energy was, but I was still working with it. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? Right? Like, what energies are we talking about? Right? And so but I really connected with her. So she became my teacher, but not a channeling teacher. She just mm-hmm. became like my mentor intuitive, because I just really wanted to open up to anything uh, spiritual or metaphysical. I'd always been into that, right? And so we had like, Every year, a group of women in my family would always get together and she would come and have like these weekend long workshops and so forth. And so it was during one of those workshops, it was the Divine Feminine workshop. And I remember this really clearly because we're sitting there and you know how if you've ever done any mediumship work and for those of you that haven't, sometimes the people who you're working with, the practitioner will look over your shoulder and be like, like they're looking at somebody behind you, right? And during the whole workshop, she'd be looking at over my shoulder and just smiling and be like, who are you looking at? <laughs> like, who's there? And it was during that workshop that I started channeling like spontaneously. So I had worked with energy and I knew what it felt like to be like out of body and so forth. Um, it's not something I ever wanted to do because, you know, I was into weird stuff, but I wasn't that weird, right? Like that's really weird. <laughs> uh, it's true, but you're not used to that. And I remember feeling like I was going to be kind of pushed out of my body or pass out one or the other. It just felt like I needed to go. My spirit needed to go. And I was like, no way in hell am I doing that? Like, that's way out of my comfort zone. I didn't want to do that. And of course, my mom and my aunts, all the women were like, that's great. And my teacher was, Elmarilla was so supportive. She was like, wow. you know what? We've, we've learned what channeling is, what it is, and it's safe for you. Let's do it together. And so I was like, fine, I just assumed that I was going to be channeling who she channeled, and it wasn't angels, right? And so when I, when Archangel Michael came through, which is who I started channeling, I just remember like a big rush of uh, energy, and it felt like a tidal wave hitting me through my back. And I just remember his energy just filling up my whole body and thinking, what the heck is happening? Wow. And when she asked him, you know, who's here? I just heard the word St. Michael and I was just like, Oh my gosh, what do I do with that? Right. And so, and of course, because that's what she did. She was a trans channel. Um, She was able to help me through that for years and she's since passed away, but she just helps me on the other side now. So, wow. That's a fascinating, fascinating story. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually how I started was before I even started doing mediumship work, I started doing trans channeling and then mediumship, I think all channels do mediumship work so it's really anyone on the other side any loved ones and so forth Um, and that just started coming naturally too right it would be like oh your grandma's here your mom's here on top of that so you know that just kind of enmeshed and came naturally with the process so well and I love that too because what Mm -hmm. I hear you saying is you were into metaphysical teachings you were you knew about energy when these gifts came at that point in your life so 
that leads me to think that there were signs along the way that were preparing you to discover these gifts. That you're, oh my gosh, Maureen, you know me so well and you're so wise and you're so intuitive in your own right. So that is true. So looking back when I was 21, I actually saw my first angel and uh, I was with my husband. We were camping and he's from Chicago. So he was not a camper and so forth. It's the first time we've ever gone camping and we we're sleeping in the middle of the night. And I saw this big giant bright light coming out the tent and I'm like, Mike, wake up. Right. Like, and his name is Mike named after Archangel Michael. If you can believe that, right. Go figure. Talk about serendipity. Right. Yes. And so I was like, get up. Something's cool happening out there. Right. And he would not get up. And so I unzipped the tent and I was 21. So I was really, really young. And I unzipped the tent and I walk out and above this beautiful tree was this angel that hovered. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, you are the most beautiful thing I've mm. ever seen in my life. And at that point, she showed me a picture of Mike and I, we were probably in our eighties, right? And we we're old and we we're together. And I remember the only thing that I could think of, I was like, oh my God, I look like my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you That's see the beautiful funny. angel, but then yes. the human part kicks in, right? And you're like, oh. Oh my gosh, I look like my grandma, short hair, curly, wow. right? And I'm like, yes. oh gosh, that's what How I beautiful. Look like. <laughs> that's so beautiful. And with yeah. those experiences, we never forget them. They stay with us. And it really sounds like that brought up a lot of emotion in you and was just such a an amazing experience to see that, to witness it. Yeah, you never forget that. I always yeah. thought at that time, and I still think this is true. Um, but especially at that time, I always thought people had these woo-woo or mystical experiences that they mm -hmm. just didn't talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, I'm in my 50s. So being in your 20s, people didn't really talk about that stuff, right? We didn't have the internet back then. And so I just thought everybody has their own mystical experience. People just don't always share it. So I didn't really think anything about angels after that, right? I'd never really seen angels. And so, you know, Fast forward years later, when I'm in my early 30s, that's when I started channeling. I was like, wow. So when you mm -hmm. ask, you know, can you see signs? I can see signs and I can see how all of my past leaded me up to where I needed to be. So. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I think you. that something that I've learned to tap into over the years, mm -hmm. and I think that you've definitely helped me and other friends working in this realm is that my intu intuition is so powerful. And to our listeners out there who are listening to even this conversation about intuition, what do you want them to know? I, because I can say for myself, I didn't, again, what I learned as a kid, we weren't talking about intuition a lot. So I feel like a lot of these sort of languages that we're learning as we get older and wiser, are really um, opening us up to gifts and talents and um, things that we can tap into to get information. Mm -hmm. But intuition was one of them where you might say, oh, Maureen, you're highly intuitive. And I'd look at you and say, I don't think so. Because it wasn't my language to really know that. No, right. Because we're not brought up with that, right? I think mm -hmm. I almost feel like in school, they should teach some type of intuitive development course. So 
I always tell my clients is, you know, whether I'm channeling or whether I'm connected to their loved ones, you know, they're always like, how do you do that? Right. And, you know, of course I've been doing it for years. So it's practice. Right. But I always say you have a bit more of a connection to your angels, to your loved ones more than I do. Right. Like they're with you. Right. You just come into the room on Zoom and I'm connecting with them, but they go with you. You have your own personal connection with them more than me. So you have the ability to tap into them actually easier than me. Right. We're just not taught how to do that or what it looks like. And, you know, a lot of us who are seekers or mystical seekers, we read a lot of things, you know, we look on YouTube and then people have a tendency that says, well, it has to look like that. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to sound mm-hmm. like that, look like that. And I think the challenge is to find, well, how does it look for you? Right. How do you, you know, how do you hear it? How do you, do you feel it? And so forth. Like it's always going to be personal to you. So once you kind of tap into that, I think that just gives you a great foundation and then you're well on your way. I mean, you're proof. I mean, mm-hmm. when I met you, I was like, yeah, you are highly intuitive, right? And it's mm-hmm. kind of like when my teacher told me, you're so open to the energies. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? Right? Yes, yes. And <laughs> right? then when mm-hmm. you work with people yeah. and you feel their energy, your work, like I know you often work even over phone calls when you do your readings, mm-hmm. are you're tapping into their energy, you're tapping into sort of just how they're operating. Tell me about that. Yeah. So everything's energy, Mm -hmm. right? You know, even science knows everything's energy. So we have our spiritual, um, our spirit and our container and our body, right? One of my guides is a Japanese goddess in sight, and she talks about the divine spark resides within you in this body, right? And so because of that, what happens is that we're, whenever we're connected to our angels, our loved ones, our spirit guides, and so forth, that spark with inside of us, this energe- energy, right? And it kind of pushes out from inside your body and goes out and it seeks, right? So whether it's seeking your mom, your grandma, mm-hmm. or connecting with your angels, and so forth, and then you start developing a relationship because the energies merge together. Mm-hmm. And they're so, um, you know, there's an exchange of energy. So when you do mediumship, it's an exchange of energy, I would say, like in the middle between two spirits, right? You have the loved one, you have you, and you're more, there's an exchange of energy, but you kind of meet in the middle, right? And Mm -hmm. the loved one's giving you energy, giving you information. So in that energy, it's information. How you get that information is really personal to you, right? And with channeling, it's a little bit different only because you it becomes more embodied. It feels more physical. It comes into your body and then you can have that spirit. So it's not, you're not channeling a lumped ones, right? It's usually some sort of spirit, like an angel or a guide or something. And then they come in your body energetically, right? And then you have an opportunity to trans channel where that is just, they just kind of like take, I don't want to say take over. That's not the right word because you never really leave. They immerse their energy so much into your physical body that they can just kind of speak to you through you, or you can do more conscious channeling, which I've been doing a lot more of, of where you're really conscious uh, and you're really present and so forth. So I think the first step with anybody wanting to work with intuition is really just understanding how energy works within your own physical body mm-hmm. and how you're receiving that information, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make yes. sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And the way you Mm -hmm. describe it with the presencing of how we receive information, 
whether it's an angel or a spirit guide, someone who's crossed over, is that it's yeah. always around us. I feel like it's just universally surrounds us. So it's there for us. And the one thing that comes to mind too, if I am transparent about my own process is that when I was first asked or invited into these conversations, um, I, I didn't know my belief systems around it. I, so Mm -hmm. it took me some time to cross over that belief system of like, oh, this is real. And I have to imagine that a lot of people sit straddling the sides before they truly believe. And I think that it's when I crossed over and I can't even say when that was, but I think it was just exposing myself to the conversations, working with you, just learning and then tapping in to that energy on the other side that then I began to almost get evidence that it was Mm -hmm. real. That's Mm -hmm. true. So that's really normal. That's actually one of the things that I get the most, right? I got the information, you know, I felt it. And so if you're a very, a feeler and empathic, you'll feel it. Or sorry, I felt it or I just thought it right. And then they'll be like, is that real? Right. And I hear that a lot. Right. And so I have an amazing friend that actually said something to me years ago when we were working on finding her, uh, you know, her guide and so forth, her angel and her guide. And we were talking about it and she said something and I said something to her and she's like, I'll buy that for now. And I'm like, that's all you need to do. Right. Mm -hmm. You just need to buy that for now until you can prove it somehow or somehow validate it. Right. And so I always say that, like, just buy it for now, ask them to kind of prove it to you or validate Mm -hmm. it somehow. And the more validation that you get, the more exciting you get, excited you get about this. Right. And the more you want to know. And so you made a comment, I think, that is the key for anyone wanting to do this work is that you have to be curious, right? Mm -hmm. So many people will be like, is that real? And then they, and I'll say, yeah, it's real, right? Let's, you know, I'll tell you what they're saying and give you validation, but you can do this yourself. And then they just stop. They don't get curious enough to take it to the next level. So my biggest advice would would be don't stop, get really curious, right? Because the more you do, the more you're going to get the more exciting it is, it's, you know, it's joyful, it's fun, it's playful, right? You know, you always hear about the stories of how it's supporting and healing and yeah, absolutely, right? But it's fun and angels have and your guys, you know, have a great sense of humor. So I'm yeah. like, play, mm-hmm. play, curious and play. Yes, right? yes. And the willingness <laughs> and I love that she said to you, I'll buy it for now, because that's all it takes. That's just let letting a little bit of that light in a little bit. Right. And who knows when we let the light in, how expansive that light can become for us. So that's why I love with your Japanese goddess, just how you're referring to it as the divine spark yeah. coming from within. It's got mm-hmm. so much energy. It does. Exactly. Right. So, you know, when when I was younger, it was always about like seeking everything out here, right? The divine's outside. You know, they always talked about, you know, you have your spirit inside and so forth. Um, but it's really the focus is out here, right? You meditate is out here. Everything's kind of out here. Mm-hmm. And so going through the process, I'm like, it's, you know, yes, your angels are out here, but all of the, um, 
personal interactions, right? The personal connections, the soul to soul connections or spirit to spirit connection comes within you, right? Mm -hmm. It connects to that spark within you. And then that pushes out into the world. And that's how you express yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how you create or go along your journey and so forth. So I love that. I love that too. Mm -hmm. And it's um, in my experience, our readings really invite me to come back to myself. And so when you have read for me, so just giving the listeners kind of an idea of that, and you can talk about it too, but I'll always receive a download of the information you're getting either from any of your angels or guides. And sometimes my mom will come through or someone who's crossed over And it always leads back to me though, in terms of, I might put a question out there and then I love it because here's the part I have experienced with you too, is that I get off the phone calls and I say, wow, that was an intuitive reading. And Valerie's also like a life coach. It's amazing. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. I just had a coaching session and I thought I was going in for an intuitive reading, but that's because, well, I was going to say it always points back to me, but there's always takeaways too, or there's always um, something Mm -hmm. that I need to go, or I'm invited to go look at more deeply. And sometimes it's so funny. I'll go to you and ask the same question over and over and over. And reliably, I, you're not remembering the information that you gave me last time. And it comes up the same. Maybe it's a worry or fear that I have. And I ask you, and then you'll say, oh, they say that that's going to be okay. Or they say this, or, and then the takeaways just kind of, um, the takeaways are always pretty tangible. Hey, take a look at doing this here's how you look further into your gifts. Here's how you can practice your gifts. And I think I really agree with what you say. It's that willingness and curiosity. And then when you receive the information to take it and begin to practice it, I feel like that's really critical too. I agree. So, uh, you know, a thousand percent. So you'll have people who just want you to come and um, give them information. Right. And then they leave and that's fine because that's all that they need. Mm-hmm. Right. But I really, really love it. Like where my heart really gets excited is when there are people like you who are curious. Right. And then just don't stop at curiosity. They, they put into practice. Right. And then when they start doing that, it's inevitably that they want to know more right? Like mm-hmm. that's what always was my journey. You get a little bit, you discover and you're like, oh, I want to know more. Whether it's about, you know, diving into your belief system, right? Because we all had that. I mean, me too, we're human. And so, um, you know, saying, well, what's holding me back? What beliefs hold me back? And the only way to get through that is to do the work, right? And to get curious. And, you know, Mike, all the angels and so forth, don't always give homework to everybody. I'm just going to tell you that sometimes it's like, no, they don't need to homework to do homework or it's just too much, right? Whatever they've given in that, um, in that session is enough for them. And then there are other people like probably like you, Maureen, and a lot of the people are going to be watching this who are seekers, who are mystical, you know, sisters, which I love that name, by the way. (laughs) That's so awesome. Uh, 
who want like more mystical experiences, who want to have those aha moments, who want to know themselves. So um, I love it. I had a young woman. She's wonderful. She's like, I just want to know my soul. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to know my soul. And oh, that makes me so happy. Right. So, you know, that's the exciting part. And the beauty of whenever you're doing this work with anybody, whether it's just you and your angels and guys, or whether it's you and a coach or practitioner or medium or channeler, it doesn't matter. There's always this exchange of energy. And so it's so common that when you're done with the session, you're still feeling that higher vibration. Right. And I, you get that all the time. Absolutely. When you, like, people mm-hmm. leave like, wow, I felt great for, you know, a few weeks or, you know, what I've like, and I'm just like, because, you know, it's your angels, it's your guys. They have such a high vibration. They love you immensely. And when that love exchanges and comes into your divine spark, right, it stays there. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of kind of feels like, wow, I'm just getting a, a jolt of, you know, plugging into their their battery, their energy and system, which I love that. Right? I love that too. Who doesn't need that? Yeah, right? <laughs> we all need that. <laughs> so yes. if mm-hmm. a listener was curious about yeah. where to begin, what if it's new to them and where do they begin? What would you recommend? Oh gosh. So everything's different for everyone, right? So there are some things that are basic. So I'm just, you know, and I just know from my own personal experience, so I'm just going to speak from that. So the way that I started out was I would be looking at signs like outside of myself, right? Like I would ask my angels and guides, I need help with this. And that is a key. You always have to ask, right? People will be like, how about this? And I'd be like, did you ask Mm-hmm. Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, you need a healing, whatever. And they were like, no. And I'm, or do you need that parking spot? Like, you know, yes. I never get a parking spot. And I'm like, well, did you ask? They're like, no. So that's a key. You always have to ask, right? Okay. And mm-hmm. so um, I would say that. And then looking, so when you ask, right, sometimes things happen right away. And there's a tendency to look for signs outside of us, right? Where we have, you know, the radio comes on and it's a song from our loved one, or it's a words that we needed to hear, right? Or a lot of people will get um, like animal sightings as symbolism or whatever. And so they usually start looking outside of themselves because it's the mind thinks it's outside of yourself, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then as start as you as soon as you start trusting that, the next step I always say is that communication with spirit, because you're in your human body, has to come through all of your senses. Okay. So it's right. So it's oh my God, I had this random, and I always say it this way: it comes randomly, and sometimes it could be really loud, but a lot of times it's really quiet and subtle. So maybe I just had that random feeling coming to me, right? Or in my mind's eye, a picture of, you know, um, my grandma popped in or my mom or someone, right? And why am I always thinking about her or something? Or you hear, right? And people will be like, well, I don't hear angel voices or my loved one's voices. I'm like, you do, but it's not a different voice. You know, when we talk to ourselves inside Mm -hmm. of our head, which I do a lot. By the way, and sometimes I'll answer outside, right? I'll be like, I'll I'll be hearing them, and then I'll say something out, you know, out loud, and I'll be like, oh, did I just say that out loud, right? You know, I I think a lot of us do that, but it's your own inner voice, and so, but what happens is that it's just your own voice talking; it just comes uh, randomly, or some people just like a download, right? They just feel like, oh, I just know it, right? I just Mm -hmm. had that thought that just popped in; I just know it. And the idea is to pause for a moment and to be like, hmm, 
I wasn't thinking about that, right? I was just doing the dishes or driving in my car, grocery shopping or whatever. Why am I all of a sudden getting that feeling, that thought, that vision in my head? But you'll notice that it's all internal. And so when you can go from external science to really listening to the internal, your internal senses and not like glossing over it because we will have a tendency. Oh yeah, I will check in with mom, right? Or I'll do this. But then we get busy as people, right? As mm-hmm. humans. And then we forget about it. And then maybe another download come or another thought. And it's like, hello, you know, we want you to share this with you. We want you to, you know, go here, do this. So Oh, I love that. It mm-hmm. it reminds me that we're so connected. Just yeah. we are just this light so connected to this this realm. And that we get the information in different ways. And sometimes it will come through the overt signs. And those are fun to receive. Yeah. And then, but getting still and getting quiet and listening in. And it feels very empowering for me to think that we could own what those gifts are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead Ooh. of that denial, that denial mm-hmm. that I, and I, again, speak from myself, oh, Maureen, y- you have, you're intuitive, you get messages. No, no, no. But then when we can say like, well, maybe that's true. Maybe I do. It's the same as what you said before, you know, I'll buy it for now. Maybe I do. And then just gathering the ways. I think that I once asked you a question about those voices that come. Mm -hmm. And I had put a question out to my mom and immediately got back. I I had asked, is there anything that any of my siblings need to know? And I had gotten back, your brother needs to see the cardiologist. And like you're describing, I thought, that's ridiculous. You know, what is that? And I decided to catalog it because I was driving at the time. And I thought, Maureen, go get your parking space and text your brother. And Mm -hmm. I texted him and he wrote back fairly quickly and said, matter of fact, I just made an appointment. And I remember bringing that (laughs) one back to you. And you said that was information you were getting. And so sometimes it's nice to have someone to bounce it off of too, because I kind of knew because then the synchronicity of what the information I had gotten, plus what my brother gave back to me, told me, oh yeah, that that was reliable. And that was some mm-hmm. sort of download or information or that I was meant to share Absolutely. with someone else. Yeah. And I think you said that to me one time, but just this element of sometimes, well, we all have the different ways we receive, but sometimes we maybe are a messenger of information. Like that can be one of our ways that we, or reasons why we receive. Is that right? Absolutely. So that's actually something I teach in my like basic 101 science class when we're talking about, you know, external science and so forth. So I actually say at the end is that we ourselves can be the giver of the sign. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So your angels and your guides, your loved ones will use people, including you, right, to give other people messages, because sometimes let's face it, we're here 
we're bombarded with a million thoughts and things that we have to do, right? Human stuff that sometimes we just can't get a clear signal or download or hear it or feel it, or we do, we're not paying attention to it, right? We'll just ignore it. And we, they need to use other people to give you the message, right? And that yes. feels really good when you can do that. So not only is it, excuse me, it's validating for you. Mm-hmm. Wow, I am intuitive. I caught that download, right? I listened to it. I paused. I always say you have to pause. I'm pausing. I'm getting curious about it. I'm listening to it. Do I need to do something about it? And obviously in the case of your brother, absolutely, right? Like that's kind of important. And mm-hmm. so so by you being his messenger, it validated you that you can start trusting what you're getting, right? Yes, yes. But it's also validating to him because maybe he is questioning, do I go now? Do I not go now? Am I okay? You know, and so forth. So you were the messenger. So I always say an exchange of energy that when you're working with your angels and guides, it's never one-sided and it's not always just about you, right? We're all connected. And so they will use you to give messages. And I think that's kind of fun. It's kind of exciting when that happens. Yes. So even when we get to the, uh, often people will say, if you think of somebody, uh, maybe reach out, like that's a sign to reach out. And another thing that you had told me at one point was, especially if you get things, you said one time, yes, two times, double yes, three times, you better do this. Can you say more about that? When signs come up repeatedly or thoughts or- Yes. So if you're like me, I wasn't, I was always, uh, it would take like three, four, five times, right? Uh, and actually there's a joke going around with me and uh, some close friends for years. It would be like, you know, my teachers are always say, pay attention. So if you're paying attention to the internal information that you're getting, right, uh, you'll be able to uh, hear them, listen to them, go in the direction they need to, whatever it is, right? And so the joke is, I have a message for you. You must not be paying attention, right? So we're a human. Yes. And I'm just going to say, even me, I'm, I've gotten really good at listening probably on the first time, but not always, right? But sometimes if it's something really significant that they want you to know or do or act upon, you're going to get it. Re- it's repetitive, right? And so, you know, that's actually a good question because one of the things clients will say how do I know if it's a sign for my angels, a guide or loved ones? And, okay. and one, it comes randomly, right? Mm-hmm. It just comes randomly. Uh, two, it can be repetitive, right? It makes you stop and pause and be like, wow, that was weird. You know, when you get those, ooh, that's mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird, right? You hear that a lot. That's weird. That's right. Or synchronicities, right? You're at the right place at the right time. Something happens and you're just like, huh. Or you get goosebumps, right? Or you get that, huh. And so, so this is something, so, you know, don't worry about if it takes them five times to give you the information. <laughs> we all do that. Yes. Me included, right? It just means you're not paying enough attention enough and they really want you to look at something, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. And yeah. um, <laughs> I love also that you brought up the word synchronicity because yeah. I also think that when I was growing up, we always use the word coincidence. Yeah. And that's sort of a funny one because people were noticing them, but we in no way attributed that to 
a metaphysical realm or uh, that something on the outside, which is, oh, that's just by chance. And so I know you use the word synchronicity a lot. And can you just say a little bit more about that? Because one thing that you said that fascinated me one time was, Maureen, synchronicities don't just happen. You know, your angels and guides are working behind the scenes to orchestrate those synchronicities. Mm -hmm. And that made me have a new level of appreciation for the work being Mm -hmm. done on my behalf. Yeah. You know what? I'm hearing Archangel Michael because that's who my main guide is, right? And he's like, you know, and he's very funny. So for those of you who know that part or don't, he's very funny and sarcastic. When you were talking about angels and guides working on my behalf behind the scenes, it's like Oz, like the Wizard of Oz, right? And so he's like, do you know, he's like, we work hard over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's actually really true because you know what? We don't have their perspective. We're not up here looking down. We don't know all of it, right? We don't have everybody's stories or, you know, see where they're going to go, but they do, right? They're up here. They have a better perspective. And so they will try to put you in a position or a place or be somewhere where you need to go or be in that moment, right? And so if we're not listening to those random or repetitive things, they can't just pick up your body and put you there, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, there's some willpower there. And so you have to be able to be like, okay, but there's some sort of agreement. I'll go here, right? Or I'll be here and so forth. So mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Thank Mm -hmm. you for explaining that more. It makes Mm -hmm. me think of, you know, earlier when you said about the parking angels and, or asking for a a parking spot or asking uh, even the question, what do I need to know today? Yeah. The part of that where, when you do get a response, I want you to talk about how can we show gratitude to Mm. how they've supported us? Because I feel like that's the dialogue. We can't just put a question out. We also have to let them know, wow, I so appreciate that. So can you talk about that? Absolutely. So I just heard Archangel Michael saying, um, (laughs) (laughs) he's very funny. So this is his response, right? One, you could just say thank you, right? Like it's just a simple thank you. I'm grateful. But then which you heard me kind of chuckle a moment ago, he was like, to really thank us, if there's something that you need to do, do it, right? Like if we're saying you should try this or call that person or something, it's going to be in your benefit or Mm -hmm. someone else's benefit, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes it's just a simple thank you. That's all right. And, And he's just saying, and you don't even have to say it out loud. You don't even have to say thank you in your head. It's just your intention that your heart is like, pushing out and just saying, I'm grateful, like, oh my gosh, right? And so, but if there's something that you need to do, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, do it. That's how it can make it. He's like, you'll make our lives easier. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's joking, but there's truth <laughs> to that, right? <laughs> yes, I love it. It's To me, it's become more and more of an ongoing conversation or an yeah. ongoing availability on, on my behalf. And, yeah. you know, maybe one of the last things that is coming to mind for me is just that idea that we are multidimensional beings and you know, what, what might our listeners learn about that to kind of 
almost like cohesively tie it together. Because I think the way that most of us were brought up was mainly in the mind. We knew we had a body. We may have practiced a religion, but sort of bringing all of those things together, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't the framework that I sort of knew about when I was growing up. And I'm so grateful to be learning in this phase of my life. But I think that that's an important kind of way to view ourselves and know ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you're right. That's actually how I grew up, right? I always thought that I'm just an ordinary girl, right? Who there's nothing really completely um, extraordinary, right? I just grew up very normal, I guess you would say, right? Nothing stands out. I wasn't like good at this or good at that. And so Michael said a saying for years that I love to say is that it's hard for human to give up the perception of who they think they are, right? You, yes. it's, you have a hard time giving up what you perceive yourself to be, right? And so Absolutely. when we grow up, we create this identity um, and our, you know, it's not a spirit problem. Your spirit knows who you are. It's a mind problem, mm-hmm. right? The mind is part of the body. And so the mind only knows you and your personality from things that you've experienced, things that you've experienced, you know, things that you've seen, heard, felt, all of these things growing up. And that's how we start, the mind starts to identify itself, right? And so for like me, and I'm sure a lot of everyone else out there, right? It's just, you know, I don't, I'm not intuitive, right? I don't have Mm -hmm, that ability mm -hmm. because the mind has never had that experience to look at that or to an experience to really, um, understand that. Yes. So I would say, mm-hmm. are we multidimensional people? Absolutely. Your spirit knows that, right? We are connected to everyone and everything here and out there, right? Mm-hmm. Our spark yes. is and yes. so forth. And really it's just our willingness to give up what perceptions we have about ourselves that will help us drive forward and have that spark get, you know, bigger and bigger. I think of like the fire within, right? Just burning brighter. So you yes. can burn brighter. Yes. Right, shine brighter, be more of your who your spirit actually is. It's just kind of getting out of our head and getting rid of that. Oh, I'm ordinary, or I'm not intuitive. Right, I've, I, that's never happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Right, so I can't do that now. <laughs> and we label ourselves as right. We're the you know the daughter, or the sister, or the friend, the mother, whatever it is. So we put yes. ourselves in those boxes, and why those things are true. Mm-hmm. those who we are, we are so much more than that. And I think that divine spark within us is really about discovering who you are as a spiritual being on top of all of those other things, right? And then some of the things that don't serve you anymore, your perception of, quote, being ordinary, if that was me, if you were talking to me, that would have been right. my block, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm ordinary, only like, you know, saints are really, you know, good people, do this kind of stuff right yes right yes. <laughs> right, you know, oh, I, right? Mm-hmm. I have those thoughts I'm not that good right mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> right? absolutely yes thank you for that for myself and for the listeners because the word that comes to mind is limitless and yes. that when we uh even paint the picture of what's available to us what's possible for us And then just joining hands in this sisterhood, in community, 
in support of one another. It's just so beautiful. So I loved our talk today. And Valerie, if the listeners want to follow you, discover more about you, where would they find you? They can go to my website, valerie-wood.com and it's B-A-L-E-R-I-E hyphen or hyphen wood w-o-o-d.com so <laughs> Valerie has different spellings so I always like to spell it out right so yes yes yeah. and Single. then yeah you mm-hmm. mentioned that do you sometimes do workshops individual readings how do you do your work yes yeah. yeah. so for personal one-on-one readings it's either in person over the phone or zoom um and energy is energy because some people will be like can you read me over the phone without seeing me and I'm like yeah energy is energy right it doesn't matter yeah it's just an exchange and so um and yes and I have uh, classes I have workshops I'm going to be doing I think at the beginning of the year maybe um every something different every month so whether it's like Sundays with the angels or a night with Benzaiten my Japanese goddess or meditation so we have some fun things hopefully Beautiful. planned for the new okay. year so Thank you so much, yes. Maureen. This is Thank you so, so much. exciting yes. and fun. I could keep going with you. It's just, I know. you are my sister, my mystical sister. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a part two at some time, but thank yeah. you for being oh here. God. Thank you to our listeners for uh, tuning in to Mystical Sisterhood and just yeah. learning what we're all about. I feel like we touched on joy today. We touched on healing If anything Mm -hmm. I said today resonated with you, the listener, I'd be so appreciative if you would go over to iTunes, leave a review and let us know what you loved. So that being said, thank you, Valerie. Oh my God. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate you deeply. So thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you like what you heard, please visit iTunes or wherever you listen to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And I'd be so honored if you have time to leave a review. To find out more about my work, visit www.maureenspielman.com and download the five daily practices I can't live without. See you in the next episode.